justice and the peace pod. Let's go in, y'all. And Bank strips naked. money everywhere. Listener discretion is now advised. Open your ears and never close your eyes. another episode of the justice and the peace podcast today's date is tuesday june 7th the time now is 4 36 a.m <laughs> you're listening for your fix he is i and i am him let's get it all right you guys like i said today's date is tuesday june 7th the time is 4 38. I am up early as shit as usual on these days. I have two jobs, but I have some clips for you guys also. So let's get it going. I want to ask this group, how do you act white? See, there's a rumor going around Cincinnati. There's a rumor going around that when black youth are doing a good job in school, they get teased. When the brothers are doing a good job in school, they call a chump or a nerd or a fag. And I've even heard in some cases that when black youth are doing a good job in school, mm, you're acting white. And that's deep. If being smart is acting white, what is being black mean? I now want to first of all ask this group, how do you act white? And then we'll go into how do you act black? How do you act white? In my experience, a lot of people talk that I've talked to say that, you know, I may act white or whatever because of the way that I speak, because um, I don't use a lot of slang a lot of times unless I'm just joking around. And when I want to get something done or be assertive or serious, I speak, you know, proper English. Or it might be the way that you act or the way that you carry yourself. A lot so of when you speak uh, proper English, they say you're acting white? You see, well, I see, I should say. Like I said, this is the justice and the peace podcast um i was just going through a couple of clips this morning and it just kept popping it just kept popping about what i've always talked about on this podcast and that's the programming what you just now heard was a clip um on the black history unlocked instagram uh feed and it's from a series called to be popular or smart the black peer group in 1988 so when this came out i was eight years old and you heard what the guy said like if you if you if you were good in school in the 80s and there were teenagers sitting there if you were good in school in the 80s and you were black you were considered a nerd 
sellout, Uncle Tom. He even said fag, I believe. So, I mean, it, it, it lets you know that programming was early. It was it, this this programming. W- w- what I will be talking about on this podcast is programming. The programming not to have an education was already implemented, and it was already being carried out in the early '80s. I was only eight years old. My mom had just disappeared for two years when this shit had came out, right? And it's about a study, a study saying that if you were black and talked English. That was, <laughs> this is, it's not even funny, but it's so fucking funny that people just don't want to admit this shit. If you were black and you were talking like you cared about someone respecting what it was that you said, you were selling out. That was part of our culture. That's why I cannot respect a lot of the shit that's going on right now in our culture. Because this was a norm even when I hit high school. Mother, I used, I have called people fucking nerds because they could fucking talk better than me or had a bigger vocabulary than me while I was in high school. We literally used to tease people about this shit. Literally. And in this study, well, not even this study, but this interview right here, it kind of backs it up. That, well, how I interpret it. Because I'm going to go down a path, a, a, a small path, but we're, we're going to take a walk. We're going to take a short, short walk. Now, you see, it was already implemented right there that if you had any type of intelligence, that you were a sellout. That that you weren't for your 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 cause. You 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 weren't with the cause. You, but what a lot of people didn't understand then was the programming, or if they did understand the programming they didn't have any means and ways of of telling everyone else about that programming except for controlled books books used to be the thing of information but books aren't information anymore right we get everything off of this fucking phone you're probably listening to me off of your fucking phone and (laughs) With the phone, there's a whole nother thing that's going on there. And, and there's this brother on here that says, uh, I'm looking for his thing right now, that says, you know, reading from your phone is a bad thing. It fucks with your uh, free, your, your pre right here. Here we go. Listen to this guy. Peace, peace, real quick. So now I've been saying that reading physical hard copy books is the best. Now check this study out. It says, reading on a smartphone promotes overactivity in the prefrontal cortex and lowers reading comprehension. Study find. Now before I continue, I am in no way bashing uh, ebooks. That's not what I'm saying. According to this article though, it says that reading on electronical devices reduces reading comprehension. And if you've been following me for a while, you know that I'm all about education and I'm all about reading and I'm all about not only reading, but comprehension. We need to also increase our comprehensional skills. Okay. Also, we can read something just like this statement up here 
and not actually know what it means. That's comprehension, being able to understand what you're reading. You see, did you see that? Did you listen? I know you can't see it, so you got to be listening to the shit, right? So did you hear what he said? So, so reading from our phones, it doesn't necessarily click like it used to, it used to click with reading through the, the, the hard copies of books. And, and I'm going to put a pin in that real quick. I'm taking, um, um, I don't want to talk too much about my new job because it's not your business, but I'm taking a class to be certified in certain things. And everything is on the phone or on a tablet or something like that. And I grew up in the 80s where we all had books. So during this shit, I write things down. And I look like a dinosaur when everyone else acts like they're actually absorbing this information all at once, which I know is impossible. It is completely impossible with all of the things going on in the world to sit there and just absorb all that information. But what I'm saying in regards to what this guy said, I'm going to take a pen out of myself and get back on what he's talking about, is that our comprehension skills are being fucked with right now. They've already been fucked with from the beginning for the simple fact. I, I don't think I have the clip of the, the, the slave Bible where they cut out certain pieces of the fucking Bible just so that black people would believe in Jesus. But... Our mental has been fucked with for forever. And I don't understand, for some reason, why right now we're not taking that into consideration with all of the shit that it is that we see. He said that reading off the phone, it's overactivity in the frontal cortex, I believe. Now, my thing is this. If we're... um. If we're not actually understanding what it is or comprehending what it is that we're reading, then we're not reading it, right? We're just seeing it. We're taking a glance at something. And then we're following a narrative that's either popular or is just presented to us and is comfortable enough for us to digest and accept in the moment. And that. Is, 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 is not a lie. It's, it's the truth. That's what we're used to doing. I, I have clips about this shit all episode. Like I said, like I said, uh, uh, usually I start this shit with some positive shit. I, uh, as soon as I logged in, all of this shit started popping up. So, hey, let me pot about it. Listen to this shit. Prior to 1955, black Americans were the most married group of people in America, more than white people. After 1955, with the onset of feminism, and white feminists came to the black community and say, hey, girl. Come help us and walk with women's lib. Come right? walk for yep. women's lib. We'll yep. give you a job. We'll yep. give you these benefits. Yep. Just leave that man alone. Matter of fact, he's oppressing you. Just wow. like our white man is oppressing us. Uh, but the black man has never been in, in, in any control of any institutions in the United States. We don't control what you eat. We don't control where you vote. We don't control where you go to school, where uh, you live, or any of that. Uh, so to try to equate... Black men fighting with black women and black women fighting with black men as oppression at the same instance that white folks, white men have put upon white women is disingenuous. You see what I mean? This is part of all programming. So let me go back. This I should have started with this one. You see that in 1955, prior to 1955 in the feminism movement, 
black people were married more than white people. And then this movement comes and it tells women, you don't need a man, this and that, and you don't need this and you don't need that. But while someone is feeding you that information, they go back home to their man. They treat their man with dignity, respect, love, and all those good things that make marriages last and, 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 for, and, 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 and basically uh, uh, go through the bumps and the struggles that happen in life. Now, while this is happening, we have to understand, please understand with me, that if you're teaching someone that they don't need a man, what do you think they treating that man like that they don't need no more? And then not only that, if they're doing that to their man and their children are, see- their children are seeing that, what are their children learning from it? I mean, what, what, what are they learning from it? And then you get the, 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 a culture that is built around that to where I don't need a man and then I don't need to be educated because that makes me look stupid and I want to be cool around my friends, quote, unquote. You get these things all going together. They're all working hand in hand, right? 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 Now, 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 hold on, hold on. I think this is the, is this the last one? I think I might have played it already. Yeah, I think I got one more for you. 51% have attempted suicide. 48% have become homeless. 47% have become addicted to drugs and substances. And 29% have actually had to engage in sex work. You're not going to guilt me into accepting him as a woman because you feel like if he makes a bad decision, that it's going to be my fault. Mm-hmm. If he were to listen to me, I wouldn't have to worry about those things. Because let's talk about some of those numbers that you mentioned. Joe Biden, during his presidential debate, was talking about legalizing young children transitioning. He said his reason was because so many transgender women of color had been murdered. And he said, I think the number now is up to 17. Now, as a leader in the black community, there are thousands of black men that have been murdered. But you won't hear Joe Biden talk about that because those black men did not have a wig on. So I'm not going to elevate. This Excuse me. I'm not done. Politics. I'm not going to elevate. I'm not going to elevate the issue of transgenderism over black men because at the end of the day, y'all still black men. Woo. Woo. Now, that brings us to this, this new thing that we're in right now. And I call it some sort of programming because this is, it's completely, it's to me, it is completely outrageous. Now, I do understand that people like what they like and people want what they want. You can't help what it is that you love, right? (coughs) Excuse me. Ah, medicine. But why is it that black culture is at the forefront of this movement. Every single movie that you turn on, there's a black gay there or a black trans there. And I don't got no fucking problem with whatever the fuck it is that people choose to do in their bedroom. But it used to be taboo what it was that people did in their bedroom. Why is that now such a big thing that everyone knows that it's okay for you not to be a man, for you not to be a woman. Why is that such a big thing, and who is it disproportionately affecting in the moment? Is it affecting the whites? Is it affecting the Asians? Is it affecting the Hispanics? Or is it taking a toll 
on the black community. Because from what I understand, uh, uh, a majority of Atlanta is like, it's like a gay Disneyland. And, and I'm not saying, I don't have anything against anybody in their preferences. But what I'm saying is, is, is this. Why is it only functional in our community to where a black man feels much more comfortable with the skirt, some heels, and a bag on, a purse, than a white man or Asian man? Or any other man for that matter. Why is it that they just keep killing black people on TV in front of us? Especially black men. Well, I mean, it, it, maybe I'm reaching for a far-fetched thing, but it kind of seems to me it's kind of it's kind of a push into if you don't want to get shot, if you don't want to be harassed, if you don't want to get killed, put on a dress, nigga. I mean, it happened all throughout the film industry. If you can remember... For years to, 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 to reach that next level in the movie industry, you had to put on that dress. And putting on that dress is, for, is one of the reasons that Dave Chappelle walked the fuck away from comedy. Putting on that dress has happened to damn near all of the big black stars that we know. Eddie did it. Uh, 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 who, who else did it? Who else put on a dress? Wesley put, put on a dress. I mean, you, I could just go down the line uh, of people. Man, Wesley was a ugly motherfucker, though. Let me hold on. I just thought about that. Wesley was a ugly motherfucker in Tu Wong Fu. Oh my God, he was definitely drag queen material. But <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, what I'm saying is this: if you don't see this, this, this correlation, this, this whole complete program. Of, of what's introduced to us and then we're told that that is our culture and we fucking run with it. We fucking run with this shit. It is so bad now that you can't even talk about transgender shit around black women. You just can't. You, you literally cannot. And, and, and not only that, but think about this. Now black women are programmed into thinking that I don't need no man, but I'll kick it with a man as long as he ain't trying to fuck me because it ain't no perfect man out there, but I'm going to take my advice from a man who likes men. Like, it's, it's a complete fucking mind twist. And, and it's, it's, it's reverbing itself. It's an echo. It's constantly echoing as if in... They just ain't going to leave this shit alone. And a lot of people just don't care. As long as they got their rent paid and they got their little vittles and they could do their little vices, they could care less about what's going on in the community that they live until those problems start knocking on their front door. And I promise you, these problems will not be knocking on anyone's front door. They're already in your fucking house. You may not know it. You may not see it, but everything that I'm talking about is already going on in your house, especially if you're black and especially if you have a child that has a cell phone. The programming that they got going on right now is ridiculous. Growing up in the 80s as 
as uh, 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 the crack era, <laughs> one of those babies. You know, we grew up with calling every single female a bitch. Well, all of those bitches, <laughs> they don't get called bitches no more. No, no, not no more. These are all single, independent ladies. Oh, 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 oh. They don't need no man, and, and we don't know about them, and um, they can have another us, and and and, and, and um, uh, he'll be there in a minute, and all this other shit that's been programmed into black women's minds into not needing a man has completely fucked up the culture. And I'll be the first one to fucking say it. And you can drag me, you can say whatever the fuck it is that you want to say, but you don't see these things being circulated in the Caucasian fucking ethios, uh, a void vacuum. You don't see any of this shit. None of this shit. When's the last time you turned on a movie and saw a a a, a very very loud white gay man in a movie? I'll wait because I haven't seen one in a while. But it seems like every single mainstream movie there is the new adaptation that there is a black man somewhere in the crowd. That is very, very loud, very obnoxious, and obviously one of the ladies also. But the real black man is 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 an uncontrollable animal <laughs> who can't be trusted, who still snatches purses, who doesn't know how to speak any type of intelligent language who cannot articulate himself who cannot express exactly what it is that he wants so he takes it that is a culture right now and people tend not to look at it and i don't i just don't understand why if we're going to work together and maybe it's because i'm mixed maybe that's just it maybe it's because i'm mixed i uh i can kind of see both angles and and, and Maybe it's just because people don't give a fuck. Who knows? But this is a conversation that definitely needs to be talked about. That what it is we have been fed to us is a fucking lie. And I have a reason to prove what it is that I'm talking to you is true. Yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Sunday. I went to a store <laughs> I gotta stop using names of stores I went to a store and I had the mother of my children with me and I was looking at some stuff for gardening of course everyone knows that I love gardening so I'm constantly looking for stuff to improve my gardening area and to try to give my my plants the best experience Anyway, I'm just trying to find shit to make my garden better. And as I'm looking at something, she's standing, I would say, about three, four feet away from me. And a sister comes around the corner, and she sees her, and she says, Ooh, girl, you sure do look good. That sure do look good on you. You know, it must, it's just got, and she looks at me. And then she gives that, uh, uh, that kind of, uh, I wouldn't say, um, not discrediting, but, um, 
kind of you not you not in on this shit. She said, "Oh, it's just it's just a it's an it's it, it only look right on us," and just walks away. So I turn my head as she walks away and look at her, and then I turn my head back, cocked like a dog, and I look at the mother of my children and I say, "Huh? She doesn't think I'm black." Now, this hasn't happened for a long time in front of the mother of my children. She forgets that other people don't see me as a black man for the simple fact that I got the Pete Davidson effect going on with my skin. I'm light-skinned as fuck. (laughs) Not by choice. There's no color choice before you get down here, before you come up here. I don't know. But there is no color choice. But for her to immediately, just immediately, just, just, just fucking say, hey, he's not, he's not black. Not, now, mind you, my hair is extremely long and all this other shit. So, so she just looks at me and just, oh, it's not, it's, it's an, it must be about us or some shit like that. Now, for a half a second, I wanted to tell her, you stupid bitch, my mom is darker than you. <laughs> if you saw a picture of my mom, you get down and kiss my converse. Show motherfucking enough. It, it, that is a programming. And I promise you, even if I was a little bit darker in tone or complexion or something like that, the fact of the matter is that black women have been taught not to respect black men. They have been taught that they need not listen at all to what it is that a black man says. Play this podcast in front of a black woman. I'll promise you she'll tell you that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about and to turn that shit the fuck off. Truth is very uncomfortable for most people and most of the time unacceptable unless confronted with it. What I ask of most people when they listen to this, to this podcast is to at least begin conversations. I'm not asking anyone to finish with a bang or anything else like that, but there are conversations that need to be had. And one of those conversations is exactly how much we respect, love, and cherish each other. Because at the end of the day, even though that lady may have easily looked over me just for the simple fact that I wasn't of the same pigmentation of her or she did not recognize that I was an African-American. I still love her. I still want her to have a good day. I still, I still uh, uh, hope that she can do some of the things that it is that she wants to do while she's here on this beautiful blue marble that we call Earth. I wish that for everyone. I truthfully do, but that's because I have always resisted programming. Most people, they are quick to accept these programs, these, these, these new waves of, of, of culture that they think is going to improve everything when I know for a fact that most of the time when people present something to you, they're only doing it for the benefit of themselves. And I really wish that I could say uh, I do this podcast for you guys and you guys only and this and that. But it's a lie. That's a complete lie. I do this podcast for myself. I do this podcast for myself to empty out some of the crazy shit that be going on in my mind. Because 
Sometimes I feel like it only makes sense to me. I'm the only one that actually sees that we are constantly being programmed for the next program. It's the next program coming next. I keep saying that shit. There's something next. Look at COVID. Look at, look at how COVID went. For two years, we were told that everybody was going to die. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out right now, for two years, what were they programming us with? Because obviously, as soon as we came out of this shit, the school shootings just shot to the top. It completely just shot to the top. And I was explaining this to one of my buddies, and I was saying, you know, I, I think that I need to start my own conspiracy uh, podcast because I, I believe that MK Ultra shit is true. You know, if you get somebody to watch something for long enough, you know, maybe some kind of way you could get them programmed and, and, and you could say a couple of key words and a motherfucker lose their shit and either go blow some shit up or shoot some shit up. That's what I kind of feel like could have happened. Because everybody was sitting in their homes watching TV anyway. You was already watching Netflix. You was already watching Disney. You was already watching Amazon. You was already watching Pluto and all the rest of the Tubies and all of the other little fucking channels and shit that was going on. Right? So they knew that they had our attention. And then George Floyd happened. And then everybody was looking on. They were looking at anything related to George Floyd, I would love to go back and pull if they haven't already erased it because I know it's completely possible. If they haven't already erased some of the ads and some of the shit that it was that they were trying to sell to us at that time, I couldn't watch that man lose his life over and over and over again. I could barely watch it once without crying. So, I didn't see it that many times, but I do wonder how many people watched as they began a new line of programming. Because all of this shit to me is programming. Our culture is being manipulated by a puppet master that is unseen in the shadows. And most of us don't give a fuck about that as long as, like I said, as long as we got that bag it went from getting that money and getting that land to getting a bag i just want a bag that's it just give me a bag of money it could be a bag full of one dollar bills a bag full of 20s i just want a bag i want bag 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 that's our new culture is bag <laughs> and it's sad because you know we were doing good for a while i think i think that we were kind of elevating ourselves and shit when Pac and Biggie was doing their thing. You could actually understand rap music and it made some sense. There was a, a direction that they were going, you know, it was a, 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 a Tupac had the, the One Nation shit. It's been a pop, you know, East and West collabs and all that other shit. And then, bow, he gone. And then, bow, Biggie gone. Almost, almost mirrored just like what happened with Malcolm and Martin and, and, and before that, and before that, and it just constantly keeps happening. As soon as someone steps into the realm of being able to catch an ear and tell people, listen, there's another way of doing this shit, and we can eat the same way whilst we change, they get taken out the game. They get removed. They get erased. And then a new narrative gets 
gets painted around them. They did that. They did that shit with Pac. I don't live on the East Coast, so I don't know what they did with Biggie over there. But they changed the whole perception of MLK. They changed the perception of Malcolm X. They changed the possession, the 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 whole perception of many people after they were out of the game because you cannot control your story if you are no longer in it. And that's one thing that I think we all should be taught from birth is that this is life and it is there are millions of stories that came before you millions of them the important thing is this what are you going to do from your entrance time in your life to your exit time in your life because your entrance is important and yes your exit is definitely important but it's the dash in between that's the meaningful part it's what you do in between your entrance and your exit is what really matters and do you want to follow a program or would you rather would you rather think independently i choose to think independently and not follow any kind of causes that's just me though and not only that, I love to talk, and I love to have conversations. Damn, I'm going to have to end this. It's past the 30-minute mark. Uh, I'm going to have to do a part two of this. Um, if you like what you heard, and I didn't even bring my guy Papa. in. Grandson, grandson. Hey, man, you know I love you. <sighs> yes, I am an idiot. But, uh, you know, I do this podcast because... Because I have bowls. You do. Yes, that's why I do this shit, you you low-down, dirty-bellied, slide motherfucker. Just motherfucker. Don't say that. All right, I won't say that. I won't say that. I won't talk about them. Because you know I'm not talking about you, Pop-Pop. You know I'm talking about these motherfucking stupid Don't motherfuckers. say that. Okay, I won't say that neither. I won't say it. I won't say that either. All right. Um, Pop-Pop. Grandson. Go say. All right. All right. I'm going to end the podcast. This has been a... Part one, two, I got to do a part two. I got to do a part two. It's just too, way too, there's so much more to unpack here. Um, this has been a part one, two, programming. Programming, part two, part one. Because <laughs> I think I did a programming already. <laughs> but uh, yes, also, I didn't forget about my mom. I love you, mom. Flowers from the florist and every single organization that grows, sells, and provides flowers. Love you, mama. Love you, baby. Miss you, Paige. Anyway, this has been another Justice and the Peace presentation. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, <laughs> if you like what you heard, please like, rate, subscribe, tell a friend. Share my shit, man. Uh, don't share my shit. Do what it is that you do. You know, do what it is that you got to do to make it through. And like I always say, I don't have a problem with anybody doing anything that makes them happy as long as you're not hurting anyone in the process. Thank you once again for listening. This is Justice, and this is the Justice and the Peace podcast. Papa. Grandson.
Grandson, grandson. Broadcast. Yes, this is the podcast. This is the Justice and the Peace. Broadcast. Peace.